This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. At the United States Postal Service, we deliver fast and affordably for small biz, big box, large scale, wholesale, retail, B2B, B2C, ASAP. USPS, delivering for America. Learn more at usps.com delivering. At West Monroe, we are growing fast, and you own a part of our growth story. While here, you develop the skills to be the best at what you do. Ready to build and be the next generation of leaders? Apply now at westmonroe.com growth. Welcome again to Cottage Talk. This is our View of the Opposition show. And today I'll be speaking to Simeon Pickup, who is a writer for the Tilehurst End. He's on to give us the Reading view of this upcoming match on New Year's Day between Fulham and Reading. This should be an interesting show. I look forward to speaking to Simeon. It's been a while, so let me welcome him back to the show. Simeon, how are you doing? I'm very good, thanks. Thanks for having me. Well, listen, I look forward to talking to you and having you back on the show. But let's start here. We have to start here. And you and I were talking about this off air. Running on, are on a little bit of a roll. They've won three in a row, and they've had four clean sheets in a row. That's really good form, my friend. What's been going on lately with Reading? Yeah, so it's the best form we've had in quite a while, to be honest. Um, I think the key thing at the moment is that we're really hard to beat. We've got four clean sheets um, in a row at the moment, we're very, um, very well organised at the back. Really working hard across the pitch. Um, it's something that we hadn't really been uh, doing earlier on in the season, particularly in that four-one uh, defeat for us at the Medeski against yourselves. Um, but Mark Bowen has made us very hard, very much harder to beat in the last couple of weeks. And because we're not conceding goals, quite simply, we can nick them down the other end and right. and keep on picking up wins. And it's it's really great stuff at the moment. Well, let's talk about this because I, I definitely want to get your thoughts on your manager because uh, I watched a video of his, which I found interesting. But let's talk about the victory against Preston North End because when I'm watching the comments from him, 
it sounds like his blueprint to how to play against them worked brilliantly. Yeah, absolutely. It was, um, I think, the perfect away performance, and it's certainly something that's um, a thought that's shared by a lot of Reading fans. We were ridiculously well organised um, at the back, um, really um, hard working across the pitch, um, but we were ruthless in the final third in the first half. We really caused some damage um, on the counter attacks and really well worked. Uh, team goals got the two goal lead at the break could have had a few more to be honest um but in the second half we just sat back uh didn't push forward too much barely got into their third but we were happy to do that um and when you get a, a lead and you know how to how to defend it Preston were in a really weak position to be honest because we could just sit back um really well organized uh forcing them out, out wide rather than letting them play through us through the center too much and and we were comfortable doing it. And Mark Bowen has, um, I think, quite rightly told the players to basically enjoy defending. Right. That there's no shame in in sitting back and uh, and being hard to beat. That when there's a really good side that we're going up against, um, we have every right to just sit back, hold on to our lead, and and just see it see it out. And the players did a fantastic job. And I'm hoping we can do the same on New Year's Day. Okay. Well, again, going back to the interview with Mark Bone, because I must spend a little time talking about him. He talked about how he was a defender, so obviously he's thrilled with what's been going on lately. But he really talked about soaking up the pressure and then basically, again, I'm paraphrasing, just accepting this is what you're going to do and enjoy doing it. So, Simeon, it sounds like the players have bought into what he's selling and enjoying actually playing in, in this style. Yeah, I think they've bought into it because, well, partly because um, we looked quite naive early on in the season with Jose Gomez, who, to his credit, wanted to play better football, uh, wanted Reading to be a bit more attacking, but it did leave us very open. Um, we seem to kind of play that way most weeks without really adjusting for the opposition or the occasion. Um, but Mark Bowen has come in and said, um, we don't have to play that way every week. We can do it at home for sure, but... If we're going away against a really tough team like Preston or like Fulham, right. um, we can play that different game and we can just make it difficult for the opposition. And that kind of that edge, that grit, um, we didn't have, but the, the players are really buying into it at the moment and it's massively to their credit. Okay, very good there. All right, let's talk about the time these two teams met earlier in the season. Obviously, the sending off changes things, but Fulham won this game pretty handily. So what can we take from that and how different are Reading now? Reading are a completely different side, uh, to be honest. Um, as I said earlier, Gomez, is, his approaches were sometimes pretty naive to games. And I think when you're going up against a team like Fulham, who are really good on the ball, really know how to keep it and use it well, you either have to um, sit back, soak up a lot of pressure and then hit them decisively on the counter or you press high up you've got to do one of those. You've got to be decisive in either of those. And Reading just seemed to kind of sit off, uh, not really not really try and get in Fulham's face enough, basically. Weren't aggressive enough. Weren't well organised enough. And when you go down to 10 men because of a really rash couple of challenges from John Swift, who, he's played for Chelsea, he's played for Brentford, a couple of West London rivals. I, I, I had a suspicion that maybe... It was a it was a thing about Fulham that he didn't like that that made him put in challenges like that. Um, 
But when you're going down to 10 men and you don't have a clear game plan either to press or to, to hit you on the counter, we just look lost, to be honest. And, and you pass through us, you, you cut through us very easily throughout that game, to be honest. You're absolutely on form, basically shredded us and could have had a few more goals, to be honest. And Right. Um, but that kind of game, I think, although it's... Uh, it's not going to be too relevant in terms of how we set up and how we play. It's the kind of game that's really going to fire up the players who are playing that day and are going to be playing on New Year's Day as well. They are really going to want to avenge that because it was a proper embarrassing hiding, basically, on our ground. And if we can uh, hopefully get some revenge for that, then hopefully that'll be some good motivation. Okay, well, we shall see there, my friend. All right, let's get further into talking about your side. Let's talk about strengths and weaknesses Sounds like recently, obviously, the defense has been a huge strength. Where do you see your weaknesses? Mm, I think um, we're still a work in progress. It's still quite a new system that we're playing. We um, had been going through it at the back um, earlier on under Mark Bowen and have quite recently moved to a um, more of a four-two-three-one um, in the last couple of weeks. But we do still have some some key players out um, in that side, particularly Andy Yeardom at right back and it's kind of a mixture of uh, both teething problems with the formation and key personnel being out. And um, Yeardom's a really key player for us down the right. He's good defensively and bombs forward really well. Um, I think tactically, sometimes we can get exposed uh, down the flanks a little bit. Uh, Chris Gunter and Tyler Blackett can be a little bit um, a little bit shaky as fullbacks. And the people in front of them, Yaku Mate is a right winger, Ovi Ajari is a left winger, don't always track back quite enough to cover the fullbacks. And um, that has a few times against Preston, not too often, but a few times did leave us um, exposed down the flanks. So I think if Fulham can really uh, try and get in behind us uh, down the flanks, um, knock it around quickly and uh, expose down there, then you could have a, a few opportunities open up that way. Okay, very good there, my friend. All right. Who do you see as your key players against Fulham on New Year's Day? Um, Ovi Ajari and John Swift, uh, two of our most creative players in the last couple of years. Uh, to be honest, Swift is the kind of person who loves to um, get on the ball, play uh, really intricate passes um, in the final third. Ovi Ajari is more of a, a dribbler, more of someone who's going to get on the ball and really uh, run at a defence. And on the counter, if we're ready to hurt you, Obviously, we can. I back us to uh, to soak up a good amount of pressure. But when we do break on you, those are the two players that we really need to make the most out of. John Swift is the kind of person who's going to play the um, the intricate passes if we're going to make chances. And Ovi Ajaria hopefully is uh, someone who's going to get on the ball and um, really carry us up the pitch with some uh, strong dribbles. He loves running at defenders, and hopefully, we can get into those kind of situations. Um, defensively, Liam Moore and Michael Morrison have been an excellent partnership, uh, really strong, well-organised. Um, they get in the way of everything, putting a lot of tackles really well. And if they're not on their game, I, I think Mitrovic could have a few chances and perhaps stick a, a couple away. So it's going to be a big match for, for both of them in particular. Whether taking a road trip to the beach, heading to the mountains or driving to the city, summer adventures are nonstop fun in a new Honda. But let's face it, summer trips can really add up. That's why I love the fuel efficiency of Honda. With Honda, you can save your money for other things, 
like that awesome keychain at the convenience store, that brand new album you wanted, or whatever else your heart desires. New Hondas are arriving daily. See your local Honda dealer and start your summer adventures today. Okay. Now let's go back and let's talk about Mark Bowen because this is interesting. And I've talked to you about this off air. I've watched Fulham obviously every match and uh, there have been some different strategies on how to play against them, especially at Craven Cottage. There are teams that press Fulham because Fulham do want to play the ball off from the back and that has caused problems. Then there have been other teams, and I'll use Hull City for an example, that were really all about waiting for Fulham to make the mistake and countering extremely quickly and really taking advantage of those opportunities, which they did. So if I'm basing it on the last game, Simeon, do you think Bowen's going to go with that strategy against Preston North End and just soak up the pressure and just wait to counter very quickly and take advantage of a fall mistake. Yeah, I'd be very surprised if he didn't doesn't repeat that. To be honest, we've we've shown that we can do it. The players have got a lot of confidence for it, and he's just going to say to them, "Look, you've done it so well against Preston. Go out and do it again against Fulham." Um, just pretty much the exact same strategy. Um, when it comes to something like pressing, I don't think we've quite got the players for it. We haven't got that um, that energy and that relentless uh, that that relentless energy to close down a team like Fulham uh, in an organised enough way to, to really shut you down. Because if we do press you, I, I just don't think we've got the players to do it consistently enough and you'd then likely play through us and have an easier time of it. So considering how well we've done with just sitting back and, and hitting Preston on the break, I'd be, I'd be surprised if we didn't do that again, to be honest. Okay, and that makes sense. All right. What players concern you the most for Fulham against your side? Tom Kearney, first and foremost, um, just such a creative player. And we have had a few chance, a few times in the last couple of games where gaps have opened up in the middle of the pitch for us because we have Charlie Adam, who's um, not the most mobile of midfielders. He's, uh, he's pretty slow and it does take him a while to get around the pitch. Those gaps do open up. Um, and if we do play him, I would guess that there will be gaps for someone like Tom Kearney to get into and then to play those kind of passes that Mitrovic and Cavaliero and um, and Knockart and others thrive off. Um, so if we don't shut that down, if we don't shut down those kind of gaps that the, uh, he revels in, then we could have, uh, we could have problems. But also um, Chris Gunter at right back, I think he's been um, pretty solid. Uh, in the last couple of weeks, but him going up against um, some of your quicker wingers, I'm not too sure if he's gonna um, if he's gonna match up too well. Um, he's, he's only recently come back into the side, and this will be one of his his tougher tests up against people like Knockart and Cavaliero and and others. Okay, excellent. So let's uh, now flip it because I asked you. What Mark Bowen were doing, you have a good handle on this. So let's now talk about Scott Parker. What would be if you were him? What would be your strategy against Reading? If I were him, I'd look at the the Preston game and see why they weren't able to break us down. And for me, it's because Preston didn't move the ball around quickly enough. It wasn't purposeful enough. And although Reading were um, were very compact defensively, um, it wasn't too difficult at all times to defend against Preston because it was a bit too a bit too predictable, a bit too slow, a bit too 
um, lethargic in their build-up play. So if I'm Parker, um, I say to Fulham, keep the ball moving quickly. Be patient, yes. Don't uh, try and rush it, but knock it around quickly. Really probe purposefully for openings and um, just keep at it in the hope that you're going to open us up. Um, defensively, make sure you shut down people like Ajara and Swift because if they do get time on the ball, particularly in the final third, we can hurt you. We have that individual ability to um, to create chances and come up with some some really good team goals. So defensively, keep an eye on that. Offensively, keep it purposeful, keep it quick. Try and dominate the game where you can, but obviously don't overload it too much so that we can then counter on you. Okay, very good there, my friend. All right, let's get to it. Give me your starting 11 for Reading against Fulham on New Year's Day. The tricky one with this is that um, although we've had a really um, a, a lot of success in the last couple of games, we're pretty much the same side. I don't know if um, Mark Bowen's going to try and rotate because of so many games recently, but um, I would hazard that it's going to be something like uh, Raphael in goal, back four of Chris Gunter at right back, Tyler Blackett at left back, Liam Moore and Michael Morrison as centre backs. Um, I would guess Palais and probably Andy Renamhota in the middle, Andy Renamhota coming in as a more um, energetic alternative to Charlie Adam. Um, Ovi Ajaria on the left of a kind of attacking three, Yaku Mate on the right of that, and then John Swift in behind Lucas Shaw. Okay, excellent. Before I get your prediction, and I'll share mine. I really haven't asked you yet. What, what have been your thoughts of form so far this season? Um, I think it's in some ways a, a typical kind of relegation season after after being in the Premier League. There's a lot of expectation on you to um, to be challenging up at the t- top of the table, especially when you've brought in some uh, really good players like Knockout. Um, but it's just one of those where you need to keep your keep your focus basically at the end of the day you're still third you're still in a really strong position going into the back half of the season and if you do keep your nerve if you do keep your composure there's no reason why you can't go up through the playoffs I don't think you're quite going to have enough for for the top two because West Brom and and Leeds do seem to be running away with it at the minute but if you do stick in there if you do keep your focus I don't see why you can't go up um, again at Wembley Okay. Well, I'd be up for another trip to Wembley, honestly. That was uh, quite amazing a few years back. All right. Simeon, let's uh, get right to it. Give me your prediction for New Year's Day. I think uh, 2-2. I fancy Reading to to hit you on the counter and score a couple of goals. But um, because you have so much quality going forwards, I'd be surprised if we if we got another clean sheet. And if we can limit it to, to one or two, I think we'll... We'll have had a pretty good day, so I'm going to go 2-2. Okay. This is an interesting one because I can see the positives and negatives of Fulham, especially at Craven Cottage and the opponents that they played. And exactly what you told me scares me about this match because I can just imagine Hull City, and I can't stand Hull City. Of all teams, I don't know. I've always had this issue with Hull City. Not that you play like them, but they do (laughs) counter very quickly. And uh, it's one that really just drove me crazy. I actually went to the uh, Modeski uh, several years ago and saw a crazy 3-3 draw. I'm not going to predict that. <laughs> I'm not going to predict that. <laughs> but I actually think Fulham have a chance to win this. And I'm going to go. But I can see this being tough. And the fact that you've kept so many clean sheets, 
Can't believe I'm going to do this. They just beat Stoke City 1-0. I'm going to say they find a way to get a goal and win 1-0, which would be amazing for Fulham to get back-to-back clean sheets. So that's my prediction, my friend. Okay. Great stuff, Simeon. Listen, before we go, tell everyone where they can read you. Yep, so I'm Simeon Pickup. You can find me on Twitter at SimFromBucks, and I edit the Tyler and uh, uh, Reading website that covers basically everything about Reading, um, and that's the Tyler End um, uh, on Twitter, where you can find us. Okay, excellent. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Cottage Talk. For my special guest, Simeon Pickup, I'm Russ Coleman. Thank you as always for listening to Cottage Talk. Whether taking a road trip to the beach, heading to the mountains, or driving to the city, Summer adventures are nonstop fun in a new Honda. But let's face it, summer trips can really add up. That's why I love the fuel efficiency of Honda. With Honda, you can save your money for other things, like that awesome keychain at the convenience store, that brand new album you wanted, or whatever else your heart desires. New Hondas are arriving daily. See your local Honda dealer and start your summer adventures today. Whether taking a road trip to the beach, heading to the mountains, or driving to the city, Summer adventures are nonstop fun in a new Honda. But let's face it, summer trips can really add up. That's why I love the fuel efficiency of Honda. With Honda, you can save your money for other things, like that awesome keychain at the convenience store, that brand new album you wanted, or whatever else your heart desires. New Hondas are arriving daily. See your local Honda dealer and start your summer adventures today. It's the 90th minute and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougat share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.